All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. Disney Plus is handing the reins over to Donald Glover. Is Taylor Swift going to take over HBO next? Futurama is back, and we rewatch X-Men First Class. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Very well, my friend. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, we had an awesome sports cast. We had took a week off from the sports cast. We did. Like a summer, just we need a break because the sports world is pretty boring. It was, but like somehow we just did a pod that made it seem really exciting and it was fun. Yeah. And maybe there are some exciting things going on right now. Yeah, and there's exciting things going on in our life because we're going to Mexico. We're going to Mexico. We're going to Tulum and we're going to sit by the pool. Tulum and, and uh, Akamal. What's that mean? That's the city. Oh, shit. You yeah. know more about it than I do. Yeah, we're going to go into like um, cenotes. Oh, well, I don't. Yeah, it sounds like amazing. It sounds cool. I'm, I'm is gonna, that caves or is it ta- tubes or tunnels? Or? I think that there's some that are like in caves that you like zip line to. Oh, and then there's yeah. other ones that are like in like. It's just right like off like the a, highway. Yeah, just kind of jump in. River. The... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Can't wait. Either one. Yeah, should be fun. So we will uh, be taking about a week and a half between episodes. So. Uh, no big deal. You guys will be right there for you. And, and this, the takes are going to pile up like crazy. It'll be so much fun. Yeah, so it'll be about a week and a half between episodes, but we'll be back before you know it. And uh, yeah, we have lots of things for you guys to be watching in the meantime. We're going to dole out some serious racks right now. Yeah, so before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. We did say X earlier in the last episode. I'm not doing going to promote X. That's just some bullshit. We're talking about Twitter right now. Twitter, yeah. They got rid of tweets or something. Oh, what do they call them now? It's X's? called like reposts or something. Stop. Yeah, boring. So it's not a tweet? You don't tweet anymore? It's probably like Xing. <laughs> I hate it so much. I think it's like the only thing you do on there is you either repost or you like own the libs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we like it. Yeah, that's, that's all we do. That's all they do. Oh, that's so, funny. Um, yeah. So going to be fun. Go check us out on there and anywhere else you guys get your favorite podcast from. You can get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free you're welcome ever since ryan left we stopped being like this year we're gonna do it for free oh yeah <laughs> that was usually he brought that one in I, it was probably me but i'm gonna blame it on him <laughs> it was ryan you retire a bad joke and you're like yeah well i retired with ryan it left with him love it all right um yeah so what are we drinking here jim all right so we talked about it last pod drecker i think is is trying to do some different stuff and Come up with some classic styles. And so they released two lagers at the same time. And they're calling this one, I don't know, no snakes. And this one's better. Fucking better. This it's one's be- better. They're both good. I they're think both, like they're both good. This and they're one, both like uh, 10, 50, 11 bucks for the four pack. I like this one quite a bit more. Yeah. I and, think this and is like, the one. I, I don't know, no snakes. It looks super cool. On the I front. liked the first one, and the second one is way better. Mm hmm. Yeah, hella crisp. Um, God, this is a nice beer. So they could brew these all, the whole time. They all yeah. they had it. Could have been doing this this whole time. I love it. I Thanks. can't wait. The new Drecker. All right. So here we go. Do we care? Uh, sadly. Oh, I'm sorry. You had a Should game. we do the warm up? Yeah, you had a warm up. Yeah. All right, dude. So I, 
I like. I was this. thinking about we've been thinking a lot about X Men. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We and love the X Men. We love the X Men. And these movies have been so fun and nostalgic, but they're about to reboot this shit. And yeah. if it was up to me, if I was Bob Iger, I'd be like, "Get me the X Men now," because yeah. everything is crashing. Disney just released another movie that bombed, and they yeah. never had bombs. Haunted Mansion released. Did you even know that? Yeah, it did. It did thirty three million or something. It bombed. So, um, their X Men are coming. And I have a list of young actors that could be X-Men, okay? Okay. But instead of like going by the X-Men and then picking the actor, I'm going to give you the actor and you decide which X-Men you I think I might have to look up these that. people. Just so no, I'm... no. I got ones that you're okay. going to know. Okay. Okay. I, I really, I mean, do you know who Jenna Ortega is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So can you think of which mutant? I think Jenna Ortega should be Rogue. I think Jedi Ortega would be perfect for Rogue. She That's slayed. what I was thinking. We need a cool Rogue. In we this need one. a cool Rogue and like someone who has like the darkness and then, but the charisma and like the seriousness. And she's actually like pretty funny. I think that Rogue has to be like, like unintentionally sexy. Right. Okay. Yep. Which has is to be not gonna be a problem. Insanely for you. has to be insanely badass. Right. Like is so incredibly powerful. And is like kind of always in like a weird love triangle where her powers get in the way the most. But you kind of understand the love triangle because it's like she's so cool and badass that these like they awesome her, dudes are obsessed with her. They didn't make her into a powerful character in the first movies. No, and it this, was only she, the the love triangle that was the worst part. I love it. Jenna she Ortega, should be able to fly. She fly, should definitely be able to punch. Punching the shit out of everyone. She's punching the big robots and have the the draining power. Oh yeah. So I love that. Okay, great. I mean, perf- this is a great start. Yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet. There's only one answer. Timothy Will Chalamet. Will you come up with it or not? Should probably be Gambit. No, he should be Nightcrawler. <laughs> I don't paint that little fucker blue. He's I don't too think, skinny to be anything else. I don't think that I want Timothy Chalamet. I don't think I want. I don't. I don't like my one of my critiques of the X Men so far. Yeah, has been the the team is always very small and mm-hmm. filled with like characters that I don't know. Oh yeah, that's one of my big critiques of the whole series so far. It's always so get like get the classics in there. Where the fuck are the classics? Get Just the fan look, favorites. I don't need the classics to be introduced one by one. It should literally one. be exactly the cast of X Men '97. That's yes. what everyone loved. That's what everyone wants. We want that cast. Maybe a little less Jubilee, but everything else yeah. from that. Okay. All right. So okay. So you're saying I like that. That's fine. Yeah. He could be cool. Um, Finn Wolfhart. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and why is it cyclops unfortunately you no think? but i think we need a cool cyclops this time so i'm not sure maybe he doesn't get cast i mean if you can't think of something right away and i didn't have something in mind okay he I might not make it but i, I feel like somehow it. he's gonna be in there all right john boyega who's coming up like he's back i'm gonna talk about him in a movie that i really enjoyed later he's cool okay john boyega i feel like for for me yeah. He could be my Cyclops. Yeah, I, I would say that a Cyclops... A little bit older. Yeah, he'd probably be my pick for that. He's yeah. He plays like... I think he could play like a the straight guy. He needs to play much. it straight, but actually be cool. Yeah. And like, so far it's been like James Marsden, as much as we loved him recently in Jury Duty, he was, he was boring and he was like really nerdy. Boring. I think like, you don't have to be nerdy, him. be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I like that. I like. I think that's a great call. Jodie Comer. Um, I know you like her. She's from like... 
Um, She's from that Assassins movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That show. Yeah, Jodie yeah. Comer. Okay, this is tough. Um, I know who, who okay. should. What do you be. have? I mean, I didn't even take. I, I, she should maybe be Jean Grey, right? Oh, okay. Jean yeah. Grey, because yeah. then you can see like John Boyega and Jean Grey. Like she can play that like, like yeah little unhinged character pretty well. We've already seen it. Yeah, and give find some people with like good personalities and start with that. The problem is, is that every time they try to build Jean Grey into a big character and then have a whole movie about how her powers are out of control, I'm like, yeah. I already seen it twice and it didn't work either time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I might keep Jean Grey out. Just don't make her a big focus, at least. I think I don't Jean know. Grey needs to be like post, like we figured like it if out. You, yes, exactly. <laughs> if you're really successful, then you try the Jean Grey thing. Don't start. And no, no, no. It. I mean, I think that Jean, we should have like oh. Jean Grey in this universe figured out how to control her powers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and was, she's just helpful and a good character. Yeah, she's like not, a motherly figure she's or not something. An issue. All right. I got a few more. Um, I'm thinking of, okay, do you know who Halle Bailey is? She's the young, pretty gal that played uh, the Ariel. Little Mermaid. Yeah, she's got to be Storm then. This is kind Perfect. of a young. This is kind of a young. Um, young, uh, yes, yeah. young iteration. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't it yeah. be? You're yeah. sick of fucking bringing in I old am. ass. I know. I and then I got Kit Harrington, and here's the problem. I really like him as Wolverine, but he was already some stupid Black Knight in some Eternals movie. Mm, that and that's sucked. probably coming back too. And that's maybe coming I back. I think that's coming so back. He might well, be I out. like that though. Well, they blew it. Um, I thought that it was like the guy from uh, Ansel, whatever. Ansel, Anseldorf? Yeah. Isn't he <laughs> it the guy? can't be Ansel, Anseldorf, can it? <laughs> Ansel, Anseldorf. Uh, it's definitely a dwarf, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Does Emma Watson belong on your, your mix? No, she's but She's just I, a weird age she just at needs this point. To, she just needs to be in something. Yeah, she's Maybe like another Harry Potter series. She's just not in the MCU, and it's like... She's just she's not notable. in anything. Maybe Daniel Radcliffe gets the Wolverine job. I just think that he would thing- be a straight psycho. Can you imagine him? He'd be like <laughs> laughably silly, but like I would maybe enjoy it. Like seeing just the pure rage from him. Um, I think that my they need to make one. Okay, one one request. Can we just have a Wolverine who is like kind of like ugly mm-hmm. and kind of short? Like he doesn't need to be. He's supposed to be like five four, but just built and fast as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And he can maybe be like less cool and more like grimy. I think that here's my big one for you. Yeah, what's up? Okay. So I think that my pick would be Magneto, who, by the way, yeah, is the best character. Okay. Hands down. Is the best superhero character, period. Oh, in my I like opinion. That. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, is Matthew McFadden. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh huh. Why? Because he's a great actor. I mean, he is. He wouldn't Can be he playing Tom. He'd he, be playing a very serious Magneto. He I would has never a, take him serious. He is too goofy. He is too silly. I want it. I love Magneto. And I love Matthew I McFadden, know. a great actor. We do need to get some of these people involved. Some of the people from He's Succession like an award-winning actor multiple times. He's he's like... What's the actor that that's like... So serious of the show. Um, and he's so, Kendall Roy? Yeah, the actor. Guy? Yeah, yeah. Get that guy in there as like Professor X. <laughs> like, uh, listen, uh, like, do you really think it's even a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was just trying to go with the younger, younger like cast it. here. So I think we did okay. Like a couple of real revelations in there. Mm-hmm. No, I like I liked it a lot. 
Okay, I mean, Rogue as as Ortega is fucking like that's it's, money. It's a billionaire movie. That's money. That's just in the sign bank. her up for a fifteen year contract. It's in the bank. All right, uh, here we go. Do we care? Wonder Woman three still coming, even with the DC stuff. I don't care. That's a surprise, and I just wonder if it materializes. But apparently, Gal Gadot thinks it's happening. She's talked to James Gunn. Um, they feel like they can make a third movie. I thought they were rebooting. So, what does that mean? It's a little surprising, and you know what? I don't really care. Um, really, really liked the first one. Thought the second one was going to be like even better. Like I was so hyped. Got tricked, bro. Got tricked hard. Bad, it bad, was bad. Movie. So yeah, I guess I, I guess uh, this one is interesting news. Don't care. How about this Loki season two? We got the trailer. It's coming. <sighs> Brody, bro. what do you think? It's so good. The trailer. Twenty seconds into the trailer, I thought, "Wow, they really care about this one, or they're really well willing to spend the money on this one, or boy, they put all their talent in this one." I don't know what it is, but you can just tell it's exciting and looks like important and looks really, really good. And the the trailer is entertaining. They didn't give away too much. Don't really know where it's going, but it looks electric, dude. I am. I thought it was the second best show that they've done. On Disney Plus. Second, second best, first. Andor. Andor. Andor, Andor was the best show they did. Track. Andor, right, was, Andor was nearly perfect. And then I thought this show, and I thought Loki maybe, was the second best. Maybe WandaVision. Yeah, I liked WandaVision that, a lot too. Which was okay. And then it was good. downhill. Yeah, after that, it's pretty bad. After that, I think the, most of their shows are yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty big drop off. I think that they all like, like we always ask for smaller scale. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they... I think that the problem is is that smaller scale tends to go with cheaper actors. Yeah. And, and we just get like good. worst acting in it. Yeah. And then like it's just like nameless bad acting with nameless characters. And it just all kind of fell like, Big flat. actors like, you know, um like who is the the gal that plays Gaia in this like last secret oh, um, Emily or Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, like Pretty big actor, but yeah. then they have like some stupid script that they don't give a fuck about and bad direction, and then all their lines sound stupid, and you're like, oh, I guess they suck too. But they really don't. They no. just don't care about this. Yeah. Anyways, but dude, Loki season two is coming in like a month or something, two months. Gonna be electric, dude. I think Disney Plus is on the hot seat. Disney Plus needs to figure it out. Disney because Plus. I'm not like, nobody's even getting it for these Disney Pixar movies anymore that like, aren't doing great i mean i don't know what i have it for at this point mm-hmm. and that's kind of like feels bad i know because it's kind of expensive it's kind of expensive and i like i haven't really enjoyed much of it and right there's nothing right now and like, like with the secret invasion ending and we're so, not even gonna so, let's not even talk about it like no i i it I, was mid i think we should hot wrecks not wrecks not wreck it right now just not wreck it it yeah. was so freaking boring it was boring wow. and then it built up in a little bit like episode five i was like okay and then six sucked and it was over it was and really it has stupid and boring there implications was, that i don't i don't think it's going to be important there were so few like um action scenes right which is fine. It was mostly like conversation, but like not at the level of the shows that can do it. So like Succession and The Bear and Game of Thrones can yeah. like sit and have these long conversations because they're so heavy and so well written and so well acted. Right. And this tried to do that, but it didn't have any of that. At least it had Olivia Coleman and goddamn, mm. she was good in like the 
Olivia Coleman showing up on, on every show I'm watching right now is kind of fun. It's so great. It's like, <laughs> when's she going to show up? Because God, is she good? She's good in everything. Anyways, yeah, uh, that's a not wreck, unfortunately. It's a not wreck at all. Um, but they do have a couple of things that have to hit here. Yeah. So Ahsoka has to hit. Ahsoka has to hit. Ahsoka has to hit because it's got Loki, gotta, I think, will hit. Loki and Ahsoka have to, or they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like the universes are on the line, it seems like. A little I know. Bit. And like I know they're like, oh, it's infinity times so that we could do this stuff. It's like at some point, people are just like, really, you're going to lose money on every Marvel movie. You're going to have to wait. Like if they were like, no more Marvel movies, they would have to wait five years before a reboot, before you'd want to see the beginning of Iron Man's journey again. I don't think I mean, I'd like, want to at this point. We've I'm, seen it. Like it's I've seen it. Well I spent a lot of time so, on it. Right. Like, like, it's going to be like 30 years before like technology catches up and we see, you know, I don't know. Until I'm flying around in Iron Man's suit but they watching are, the story firsthand. Yeah, yeah let's you go. Know, that's what's going to be happening. I hope so. Well, like in VR. You'll get the cheap version. You'll die in it. Fucking <laughs> cheap ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. So Loki's going to be great. Not sure about the rest. Um, what are we at? Where are we at, man? Guide us. Yeah. All right. So next up, we did get some news um, that was sad this week. Yeah. Angus Cloud passed away at the young age of 25. 25. Struggling with uh with his mental health depression and, depression. and drug use. His father passed away. He was really struggling with depression. As his, he overdosed and passed away at yeah, a young age. Dad's funeral last week and then he died this week assuming it's it seems like a, you know, a drug overdose suicide situation. Yeah. It's so sad. Terrible. Um yeah, I mean, you know, like the the guy was sort of plucked from his life, and he was kind of really like like that. I think mm-hmm. like he wasn't, he was not a character actor. I'll say that right. I mean, he's like playing himself a little bit, and it just you know you wonder about the whole set of Euphoria and what's really happening there, and you keep hearing these stories, and now someone's OD'd, and it's just. Um, it's sketchy, dude. It's sketchy, and I, I just feel bad for this. What kid. have people heard about the set? Well, just like Sam Livingston is as the you know writer director, he's having these kind of young women do pretty, you know, pushing the the boundaries stuff, playing you know teenagers, and people have like left the show because they're upset. You know, like um, the the one girl, one friend, I can't remember her name, but she's left the show. Um, and just some like stories about like onset behavior that have been a little questionable so i don't know we'll see what happens man but rest in in peace angus cloud dude it sucks like yeah. i wanted to see if he could do something a different character and how, what would happen with that yeah Never so what does what do you think this means for euphoria um i don't know i don't know what they do because i don't know i don't think they've filmed um euphoria might just end dude they might just stop it. I mean, like Sam Levinson already like had that show with the weekend, which was like really, really poorly received. His stock has never been lower. The complaints of the show have never been higher. The, uh, you know, Zendaya is her stock has never been higher. Does she really need to do another season? I don't know. I don't know what they do with it, man. We'll see. <sighs> Maybe they try to, you know, cobble together a final season with people that are left and, explain that away somehow it doesn't seem good i'm pretty I mean, unsure about euphoria have you are you like caught up and i didn't it? watch the last episode of season two 
Which is really weird. It was a pretty strong episode. I know. I didn't watch it. Did you get past the one that was like her relapsing and uh-huh. it was like a crazy, hard very hard to watch. I mean, pretty in, like impressive um, from like an acting and directing standpoint. The there's show been, there's is, been bright spots, but the show is good. It's it's, it's kind pretty of problematic. It's kind of hard to watch a lot, though. It is. It's yeah. it's not a very fun show. No, and I'm not saying everything needs to be fun or every story needs to be fun that we watch. We like a lot of depressing shit. But like, but. I find myself like struggling my way through shows about how messy people's lives are. Mm. Like, I I find myself not enjoying it. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, like. It's how I felt about The Last of Us. I know it's a that was a fictional show about zombies, right? But it was the same kind of thing. It's everyone, everyone's like, oh man, they just can't thought, catch a fucking break. If you thought season one was depressing, wait till season two. Yeah. And I'm like, do I really want to watch season two then? <laughs> like, I didn't know. I don't know that I had that much fun on season one. And I, I always kind of feel that way in Euphoria. Like, even the good episodes are mm-hmm. like a a pretty rough look at life, life and growing up and the struggles that all people um, and especially young people have to deal with. And yeah. like, it just, I don't know. Maybe being a teacher, it feels a little heavy. Oh, I get that. I get that. You know? And you know what? My wife couldn't watch it either. Being like a therapist to the kids that age too. So I think I'm disconnected enough, maybe with my emotions in general, but yeah. also with that, that demo that I could, I could watch it. But yeah, dude, it's, it's a tough show. We'll see what happens. But I mean, this is, it's bigger than the show. We, uh, we do, you know, feel bad for any young person fucking killing themselves or dying on drugs. It just yeah, sucks. Terrible. All right. Um, well, we got to move on, and uh, we have to move on to Taylor Swift. Yeah, T Swift, top of the world. Her it's talking about stock. Is her stock ever been higher? Is anyone's stock as high as hers? I have a take for you. You. Taylor Swift is bigger right now. Than any musician has ever been. Um, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I'm not even. I mean, like, because I'm not if you, even you can do it around. by stats, you can do it by pop culture references. Uh-huh. You can do it by name recognition. Like I, I can't imagine yeah. that like anybody else was selling out shows. Like you can do it by like Taylor how Swift. close you know the the paparazzi track her life. Like and every metric, I think you might be right, dude. Taylor Swift is selling There is out. something to be said about like the Beatles. And I know that you're going to say that she has already had a better career than the Beatles ever had. I think so. She's I know got that, more I hit know, songs. Oh, I know. She's I know. sold more records. I know our things. listeners are like, like upset you're, with my take here. But that's your, and I exposed your take, the take yeah. that you've never given yeah. publicly on the pod, but yeah. you, T-Swift bigger than the Beatles. Pri- <laughs> T-Swift bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> you've given it privately. Yeah. And so I've exposed you. Um, but the fact of the matter is, she's been bigger for longer. The Beatles she's, went on like two tours and like yeah. <laughs> hardly played concerts. And then they T Swift has, up. has yeah. more attendance outside of her show than most people have inside their show. Yeah. Like she's selling out between two and five nights in all major cities across the world. She's making $13 million a, a night. And yeah. did you see her tips? I know. Pretty cool. She was tipping people. grand for all the dri- truck drivers. Like fifty five million overall in tips to everybody. Was, some people were like, making up cool to three hundred thousand on the tour. Everyone That's on the awesome. tour is getting Good. paid out. In, That's a hard fucking life for every and, single and, one. And there. those they people, all deserve that. Those people are not. That's not their pay. 
That's a bonus. Yes, yes that's a bonus. Good. She's tipping out. She's all making of the, the people. people on the tour like pretty rich, and I think yeah. that's fucking awesome. Why yeah. not? So to me, T Swift bigger than the Beatles. You heard it here first. Biggest music music artist of all time. That doesn't mean I said best. Yeah. I know but everyone's, I, uh, everyone yeah. has their own anti Taylor Swift. There was stuff. like four, the only thing is like there was like four bands when the Beatles were popular. <laughs> yeah, and so like that's the only thing is like everybody maybe was obsessed with just the one thing for a while because there wasn't a lot of options and there's so many famous people now. But I mean, I, I can, agree. I, I mean, I I don't think I can argue with you that she has become bigger i said okay i said this to someone there i said what if like i said if you could have anyone at your music festival who would you have and everyone was giving their answers and i said i'd probably have taylor swift at my music festival not mm-hmm. because it's even my favorite kind of music but just it's because it's like a huge it's draw huge. it's a biggest and name they said you couldn't have taylor swift at a music festival because her fans would ruin the festival oh they would take over the whole thing they just buy all the tickets and they would just they would just take oh, over the whole festival God. she's too big to like be to on do festivals. a festival and Beyonce is not, and Beyonce is big, but not on the same no, level. No, and you know the funny thing is, is, like it was the Harry Styles show for so long, and his tour just ended, and it just makes me realize like Taylor puts Harry Styles into a little box of cuteness off to the side. Like mm-hmm. her command is massive. He's had a couple albums; she's had fifteen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, she's found a way to like re-record her old songs and make millions more dollars. <laughs> And everyone loves it. It's empowering. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're reselling me the same Taco Bell food item, and I'm buying <laughs> it up again, dude. Okay, so wait, did you did you switch the order of the cheese and the meat, and you renamed it? <laughs> I'm there. They're like, all right, it's the exact same thing you've been ordering for the last couple With months. A new sauce but that we shipped out yeah. in giant frozen bags to all the stores. Yeah, but an old sauce is back. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, volcano sauce, <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. And we both got some, so I let's did, be yeah. real. Yes, I mean, so the I worst did. thing is, I'm not going to do this, but like, just talking about this, I'm like, could I Taco Bell tonight? <laughs> I really <laughs> like the volcano menu. I do have a 15 minute drive home, and <laughs> I might find Taco Bell. Okay, so um, the reason we brought up Taylor Swift was not to rave about my crazy takes oh, about yeah. her, but it was actually to talk about the fact that she is possibly working with oh. the creator of Succession to oh, one of the writers of succession one of the writers i'm sorry of succession to make a show pro- probably for hbo mm-hmm. uh, of about her exes yeah i mean i don't know people just want to work with her dude they this will probably get made it'd probably be good i can imagine it being like um you know sex in the city but kind of like not so like silly and kind of cutesy kind of more like I hope real it's just like i hope it's like on the nose though yeah yeah like, oh, I like I, really like they yeah. cast jake gyllenhaal to play jake gyllenhaal no but like <laughs> how on the nose do you need it to be she's dated mostly actors um, so i think i think like i would name all the characters like similar things okay okay you know like i would be like very on the nose about who we were talking I, I about i guess i just wish i knew more people she dated so i could make more jokes about that okay do you know i mean let's look it up oh god but she's dated everybody I mean, she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. She dated uh, Harry Styles. Yes. She, Did she, though? Yeah. For like a... Okay. Yeah, she wrote a song about it. All right. It's called Style. Oh, yeah. oh fuck, yeah. Okay, right. okay, here we go. I got a list of it. I mean, you would imagine um, that there would be a list. She dated Kelvin Harris. Okay, DJ guy. Yep. Um, Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner. Only famous people. Oh, I know, I know. Taylor yeah. Lautner. John Mayer. Oh, John Mayer would Jake have a Gyllenhaal. whole big... Yeah. Uh, I don't know who this is. Uh, Connor Kennedy, probably from the Kennedy family. Probably. <laughs> Harry Styles. Calvin Harris. 
Tom Hiddleston. Oh shit, that's right. Um, Joe Loki Elwin himself or something. Oh yeah, wasn't she? I don't know who that guy is, but she was working for like six years. And then Maddie Healy from the 1975. I, that's pretty electric. I mean, it's like a that's pretty a electric good group. list. Yeah. It's kind of a you know nice group of white men. Yeah, it's kind of like got a type. Yeah, she's like just collect. It's like she likes a lot of British. She likes a a mix of British and American white men. That's her. So hey, I don't know. I don't know what the show is going to be. I don't think the show is going to be for us, dude. I don't either. I don't either. But good for her. Maybe she'll make another billion dollars. This is the most Taylor Swift content people will ever get on here. I think. So So let's let's call it. We went. We went for it. Yeah. All right. So we got to move on though. It's time to move on, and that is to Donald and Stephen Glover. Yeah. And they are going to be making a Lando series for Disney+. They, Plus. they are, yeah. So, like, there was, you know, one in Works Forever. Um, you know, Donald Glover played Lando in Solo, which didn't go anywhere. But I think they liked, you know, his take on the character. I, I didn't hate it. I think it was kind of goofy and fun, um, which Lando Calrissian is. And so him and his brother, who've been writing partners a lot on Atlanta, by the way. Like, this is not the first time he's written with his brother Steven at all. Like, they... They write together all the time. And they did a hell of a job with Atlanta. I think that this could be actually like kind of a special one. Like at least they're trying a different mix. You know, like when they tried something different with uh, Andor, we really liked it. Maybe they should let them actually have some creative freedom to do something cool. And we'll see if Lando's fun. I'm, I, I'm excited. I think this is good news. I think this is good news because I think that I, I'm more interested in him having the creative uh, control over the character than for him just to be in like a bad Star Wars movie. And that would be the other option. That would That's probably the only way he would do this again is if he had complete control. That's fine. I, I think that's great. So... Give it he to makes him. he makes really fun, interesting things, and I think like what I like about him the most is that he takes interesting roles or he creates interesting characters. Yeah. Even his character in um, the Spider-Man movies, right, was cool. You know what's so funny is that like, why can't every network be like FX? I right, think that we they... let, have all this respect for FX. They let these cool, creative people do that, and then Disney bought Fox, so they own FX now. So now it's like. Can they keep any of that coolness, that like creative freedom, that daring of having like, well, one episode's gonna be twenty minutes, the next episode's gonna be forty five minutes. Deal with it, motherfuckers. Like, you know, it's it's they had like a streaming mentality before streaming was huge. So, I mean, I guess if, you know, Donald Glover worked for FX, he now could work for Disney. Maybe he can keep that same energy. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I just think that Disney's biggest problem right now is that they have created like a very specific type of movie that they can make. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like an Imagine Dragons song. (laughs) Okay. And like, I think like when Imagine Dragons came out, like a lot of people thought it was cool. And now it's like, I don't really know their music. I was I, just trying I to think, think of them. I was just trying to think of someone who was popular. Hey, but, but, like, but like after a while, it just becomes kind of like a joke to people. Right. And it isn't taken seriously. And I think like Disney's problem right now is that like everything feels kind of the same. Yeah. And like, I think they thought that their shows on Disney plus would feel different. Outside of Loki, I don't know that they do. 
I think they kind of feel the same too. Yeah. Like I could like, I can almost like visualize like any, you could just give me a character and I could like visualize what the show would look like and mm. it's a negative thing. So yeah. I hope Donald Glover gets some creative freedom and I hope that they let these stories be told by some new people because I think Disney is struggling. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's like they took it's on. It's crazy to see. It's like Disney and Ron DeSantis, like um, both like <laughs> dragging each other down. Yeah, like both what? like drug each other down <laughs> to the depths of hell. Like it's please just, don't give Ron DeSantis that much power. They just it didn't help him. Disney, he took on Disney and like I, it hurt him. It hurt Disney and it hurt DeSantis. They both like ended themselves like oh, fighting each other in Florida. No, everything in Florida does that. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> just entropy. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. let's move on though. Uh, how about this? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem is out, and it's really getting good reviews. I guess it's 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 good. I think that so Seth Rogen produced this thing. Uh, it's definitely like you know if you've seen the trailers or anything, it's an animated kids movie. But I think it has a lot more potential than really any other TMNT movie yet. I think it looks great. Um, I think that they are kind of like taking a page from Spider Verse, right? Absolutely, hundred percent. It doesn't look like Spider Verse, but it does look like a new kind of style of animation we haven't seen yet. So they're trying to make their own style. Um, I think it looks really cool. It looks kind of like sketchy as opposed to sort of. I think Spider Verse figured out like, hey, you can make cartoons cool, and you can make cartoons like big. You can make art cartoons something that like both adults and kids could think were, were, were cool. They made it in a way that's like, you can make, have really big heavy moments, but the overall tone can still be cartoony and goofy and fun. I think that the thing that was cool that worked about Spider-Verse, and we've raved about this for a long time yeah. now, but I think what really worked for me about Spider-Verse was that the movie is so out of this world, right? It's so crazy and so unrealistic, but they ground it by like adding things from pop culture, mm-hmm. from the th- the world that we think are cool. And it kind of brings this out of this world animation to like the world that we live in. And it makes all of the right connections mm-hmm. to like ground a crazy movie enough yeah, that like that they can do yeah, goofy stuff. And it's awesome. It's so well done. And I think everyone who was creative and like had the means or the connections or the money to do so was like, I should do this. Yeah. I should pick out. I hope we get more. I hope it does inspire more. I think think we're going to get more. This movie is already, it's like 95% Rotten Tomatoes. It's doing well. I can't wait to see it. I'll bring my kids. I'm a huge TMNT guy. I mean, come on. They know that this is also going to play to us as 35-ish. I think they plays to 35-year-olds more than it plays to kids. Yeah. I think that's the problem. But they cast like actual like younger kids to play the turtles. I think it's like gonna it's gonna work on every level. I think think it's gonna make a lot of money. The thing that's hurt turtles is that they they've been trying to reboot it for kids for a long time and they've failed every time yeah it's mostly been bad it's mostly and I think been they've bad. made okay money but yeah it just is like it's like a franchise that feels so guaranteed that they just have never really got a new generation to really buy in right it's That's just fair. kind of like it's kind of like a like a token of our past you know like it's like a thing that we've all like taken with us from the 90s right but the young kids don't really know much about the turtles we so. should get some turtle tats sure let's fucking do it when like not like like ninja turtle tats like to be specific okay in mexico find me an artist 
<laughs> I will. Find me an artist, Simon. <laughs> I mean, artist is going to be like pretty, you know, generous yeah. term, but yeah, let's go. Sure. Done. Okay. Um, how about this? Mattel. We're talking about these old movies oh and all these these old things that we bring with us from <laughs> yeah, from the no 90s. Shit. When you think of Barbie, it comes all the way back from the 50s, right? Late 50s. What is Mattel going to do as their follow-up to the Barbie movie, which is an absolute monumental hit? When they announced the Barbie movie, I thought, what the hell? Right. That's what I thought. I know. And we're like, Gosling, why the fuck would he do it? Turns out. But then we're like, okay, Greta Gerwig is like this up and coming. Well, she is... Talk about stock. Her stock is high. Yeah. White women's stock. I'm I'm seeing a trend. Yeah. They're on the up. Yeah. Because they were, I mean, the Karen stuff really beat them down. <laughs> and now they're on their way back. Um, all right. So Mattel owns all these properties. Okay. And of course, you know, like Hasbro did with all a bunch of their toys. Yeah. They're going to try to make some movies. Um, I'm going to run through them all mm-hmm. and then quickly. And then you're going to pick out a couple okay. to be like, yes or no. Okay. I need some reactions. Okay. Uno. Barney, Wishbone, Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball, Polly Pocket, Viewmaster. Remember that thing? Oh, click, yeah. Click. Oh, loved them. I loved it, too. American Girl, Major Matt Mason. No idea. Uh, Masters of the Universe, Thomas the Tank Engine, mm-hmm. and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Okay, They're so literally developing me, all of those into movies. Okay, most of those are going to be bad. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine, I grew up on big time. You Lo- did? Oh, love Thomas. Ooh. I don't know why. I was a big Thomas fan. Yeah. Um, kind of British? Wasn't, of, wasn't he of, a little... Well, you, little know you, <laughs> you know you like the British. Yeah. Thomas, here comes Thomas to the station again. Yeah, that was my, so that was my childhood boring. right there, man. Like, Holy shit. Anything, but I was probably eating beans on toast and watching Thomas. Good God. Um, I, I, I noticed that one right away. Magic 8-Ball, it better be kind of a horror thing. It's I think gotta so. got to be spooky, right? Yeah, I think so. And that one's actually a little closer. So is... Uh, um, Okay, but there's Matchbox and Hot Wheels. Insane. The just, fact that they didn't just—the fact that they didn't just—I don't even know they own the both. The fact that they didn't merge them both is insane. a long time ago. So, but the Hot Wheels, I guess, is going to be kind of fun. Like that might be kind of good. Okay, I have a question for you. What's when up? you were—if you were to describe cars, would you say Matchbox car, Matchbox cars, Hot Wheels or all Hot Wheels? day? I think I would describe Hot Wheels. Like if some, I didn't—I yes. didn't really know there was a difference. To be honest with you. Matchbox are really, really small. I thought that Matchbox cars was like the name of small cars and that they were like branded Hot Wheels. Oh. I didn't realize that they were different. (laughs) Didn't even realize they're I'm sure that the if someone was like if someone was like, these are Hot Wheels, I'd be like, Yeah, they're like uh, they're like little matchbox cars, is what I thought they were just called. Wow. Well, then that shows you, you know, brand recognition. They better just go with Hot Wheels. (laughs) Dude, um, yeah, out of all these, like, you know, but I wouldn't have thought that I'd ever enjoy a Barbie movie, and I guess I don't know if I have because I haven't seen it, but I bet I do. I bet I enjoy it. You never know. They're going to take a, a different angle on each of these, I, th- I feel like. You know, they're going to make them more interesting than we think. Like, Daniel Kaluuya is writing and starring in Barney, so... I think Barney will be... For, legit. like, adults, yeah. essentially. Yeah. PG-13 movies. I think Barney just needs to be about, like... um. Uh, feelings. Ch- oh, I thought you were going to say child grooming. No, no. <laughs> feelings, I'm kidding. you know, you know, like yeah, I mean That's okay feelings. to feel the way that you do. Yeah. That's no, what, that's good. That's what can, he that was his big thing. I don't know. Do you think? I don't remember. Oh, you're just remember picking a, a random he, theme. I just remember Barney just dancing with his arms and his tail back and forth. 
That's all I really remember about him. Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. Not really. I can't sure. really join you on that. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't even think that was the fucking I don't song. Think that, was. that was like the dirty version that goes like to the wrong. No, I think that was Yankee Doodle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have no fucking idea. Barney is a dinosaur from our no. imagination. No, <laughs> no, Yankee Doodle Dandy, dude. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Scary. I don't know. I we'll see. I mean, we're gonna get a whole slew of these. They, if if a bunch suck, we won't get the rest. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Um, we've we've got to move on now. We have. We've to got get to move into on Rex. to Hot Rex and Hot Rex. You've been watching Futurama on Hulu. Oh God, I really love. Do you have you ever watched Futurama? Yeah, I've you watched, know Matt Groening. I, it I was his watched, first show he did. I think I like, watched every episode of Futurama, but like not in order. Like okay, you've seen a bunch. I've just seen every episode. I just think it's so. Like I used to think it was so brilliant. I know that it fell off for a while, and the stuff that Matt Groening is doing with was like, you know, he had that Everland or Never Everland show, Everlasting. I don't know. It was like a Simpsons, but in a fantasy world. Not great. This is good, and it's back. And I find myself, it's dude. They're releasing it week by week on Hulu. And I'm like checking back and be like, oh, I guess it's not out yet. Which means, holy fuck, dude, I might like be excited. The first three episodes were awesome of this last season. So uh, okay. Futurama is back, you guys. I'm on if, fandom. I'm sorry. I've got to cut in here. Yeah, go, go. I'm on fandom. What do you got? Okay. On fandom. It's like Wikipedia, you know? Yeah. It's Yankee Doodle. It says, mm-hmm. Yankee Doodle is a well-known American folk song, an early versions of which date to the Seven Years' War and the American Revolution in the 1700s. Okay, this I song, feel like I'm in your classroom right now, this history song teacher. song first era. appeared in Alphabet Soup. It's best known in Barney media as the tune for the Barney theme song. Oh, my God. Let's go. All right, dude. You right. know everything about Barney. I mean, I, I can't fuck with you on Barney I knowledge. Do. Okay, sorry. You're watching Futurama. You love it. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Uh, you know, we like Bender and we like Fry. Fry and Bender and, and, is the whole show. And I, I really like, um, you know, Professor Farnsworth. Good news, everyone. And then it's like My shitty news. Is, and is and just, I like, I love Zoidberg. I love Zoidberg. I don't like most of the characters is my problem. What are you talking about? I just listed a bunch of great I like ones. two of them. Who? Fry and the L- robot. Bender. And Bender. What about yeah. Leela? She's cool. She's, She's fine. a great character. She's like Kate from Lost. Katie Seagull. No, she's way <laughs> she's like actually badass. No, I dude, it's a it's a good show and it's still funny. I I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I was like watching it and I was like just actually more surprised than anything that I was like loving it and laughing it. So I'm I'm psyched. I'm tuning in every week. All right. Um what about Twisted Metal on Peacock? You're watching everything right now. <sighs> dude, I'm watching everything. So Peacock, okay, so did you ever play the Twisted Metal game? Very sparingly ps1 yes. yeah i played it a little bit you know it's, you it's a very basic game yeah. it has like the cool thing about it was like if you beat it with this like each character you could pick from you would get a different like very supernatural weird creepy ironic ending okay mm-hmm. and like i don't see any of that in the show yet it just seems okay. sort of like a hard comp like a very silly comedy show um anthony mackie is not a great lead it does concern me about him like leading the mcu like he's the new captain america we have you know falcon and the uh, whatever captain america 4 um he's kind of bad but the show is still like really fun and it is kind of funny and there's highlights it's not great 
it's kind of what you think it's going to be, but it's a, maybe a little better than you thought it was going to be. So it for now, this is a tepid wreck. Hey, great soundtrack, which for like people, uh, it's like nine, like cool nineties music. Okay, I like and that. And I'm into it, like rock music, like okay. Oasis and fucking, I don't even know, like cool shit. So I think it's a, it's a hold on. Okay, wreck. I'm gonna hold on. I'm not gonna watch it till you're like you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun, dude. Twisted metal's better stuff than stuff is not usually for me. Yeah, and there is that. Uh-huh. There is yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, what about um, they clone Tyrone on Netflix? John Boyega, like I teased earlier, is back. Um, and so is Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx, I, like, I've always recognized how ridiculously talented the guy is, right? Actor, singer, gr- like underrated impressionist. Have you ever seen him do Stephen A. Smith? Uh, no, I haven't. Hilarious. He's really? impressive. He's he's great. He does Denzel. He does everybody. Anyways, so here he gets to play like a fun and like enigmatic side character, and he steals the show. He's so good. So this is like, it's a weird movie. To me, like it's, it's on Netflix, so you should just go watch it. It's an R-rated movie. It's for adults. It's really racially charged. It's like, you know, it's about like these things that that keep the ghetto's ghetto, okay? Mm-hmm. The things that keep them down that like they can't overcome and why? Systematic racism. Yeah, systematic racism, but in this it's like overt like literally secret systems that are conspiracy theories keeping. So it's kind of it's it's weird, but um I think it was worth watching and it was enlightening and it was funny with some good action okay. and John Boyega is the shit, dude. He's I, fucking cool. Yeah, I think that he was dealt a real poor hand from Disney. I know, and this is opposite of the, it. Doesn't this is like a non-Disney movie? Cool, that's what he needs. Yeah, so they clone Tyrone is a wreck. Okay, I love it. Yeah. All right, and then Enjoy you also it. are watching The Witcher on Netflix. Oh my god. Okay, so a quick, I mean, we all know what The Witcher is. Okay, if you like it, you like it. I happen to think that this season, the last season, we're going to get our guy. Uh, you know. Uh, Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill. Yeah. as Geralt of Rivia. He's whatever in it, but the show's pretty fucking good, dude. Like, this last episode, I just watched um, 3.6, the sixth episode of this latest season, and it was electric. I was like, wow, this is why I'm so glad I stuck with this show. It So many things paid off. It was epic, like expensive and big and fun, huge moments, the Witcher's kind of cool, dude. I don't know. I've watched all of it, and I don't regret it. The The Witcher is still a wreck for me. Not for you. Not for me. Because there's just multiple... Yeah. Like, it, I think it's kind of easy for, like... I think CG artists have really figured mm-hmm. out how to make fake Throat blood yeah. shoot out of necks. Yeah. Because, man, do they go to it a lot. They do all the time. So, yeah. not for you. Not but for, for me. everyone else that's listening, The Witcher still got it. And, uh, you know, I hope they can transition over to this other... What he's one of the Hemsworths, isn't he, or something like that, or yeah, like the one that was the, in the shitty Hunger one. Games, I think. Yeah, that guy, the younger one. Yeah. So you know, it's Liam not be, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not going to be as good, but I don't know. I, I it might. It's still a pretty good show right now. Okay, so I do have some. I like the Witcher. I have to update people on something. Okay, so um, you know, we're a pro Post Malone podcast. Yeah, we like Post Malone. I like the new, I like the new album. Is cool. Yeah. I like the new album. Yeah, I haven't heard much of it. Austin, I think. Yeah, okay. Did you hear um, what he did this week? He bought something. He bought the ring, the 
the Ring card. Oh, really? I thought he bought a Magic the Gathering card for $2 million. I thought he bought a Magic the Gathering card. That's I think what he my bought, headline said. I think he bought the Ring. Oh. The, the Ring. The, he the bought Lord the of the Rings card. Lord of the Rings. They made one of one in this entire pack. For $2.7 million. That's sick, dude. I yeah. hope. I hope it... Hey, here's what I guarantee. It's going to be worth more in 10 years than Logan Paul's monkey NFT that he's paid 480. Wasn't that Bieber? No, not another one, another one. They they all own the same ones. And they're all, it's, it it was worth, he's paid like, you know, 4.5 million for it or something stupid. And it's worth like 90, like $9,000. No, you're right. This is a magic one ring card. A magic, the gathering. Yeah. Magic gatherings, one ring card. Okay. Well, Whatever. I didn't know it was. We both were kind of right. Why then. is there one ring in Magic and in I don't Lord know, of the but I I just read that it was like a two million dollar Magic the Gathering card or that's something. That's crazy. So, so good for him. It must be fun to have that I, kind of wealth. That's what he's spending all that uh, raising Kane's money on. Yeah, he literally probably did. He's like, give it to <laughs> this one man who pulled this card from a pack in nineteen eighty five. No, I don't think, I think it's new. Think oh, it's it is new really. Card. Yeah, I think oh so. Oh my god, I think so. It's exciting. All right, we got to move on to our X Watch. I can't wait. And our next so watch this week is going to be X-Men First Class. Hopefully and you guys watch it with us. Waiting, waiting for X-Men First Class. We finally got there. Uh, uh, fond memories of this movie. Yeah. What did you think? I thought there was more. Okay, so I like this movie. I'm going to spoil that right away. I like this movie. I liked it. And I and I think that there was cool things about what X-Men does that other franchises don't do that I really the, liked. The politics is back. The politics and the history. Like yes. I'm, I messed with the fact that they th- literally took a prominent moment in world history and then put the X Men in it. I like that. That was really cool with like JFK stuff with like actual the politics and problems, and then they were. So like, you liked the the idea that they're gonna do the the what is it called the Bay of Pigs the what is it the yeah, Cuban yeah, yeah. Missile Crisis yes, thing? I kind of and liked I'm it. sure you know the whole story. I kind of liked that, and I don't really know what actually happened there. Was it anything like? what happened except for them all shooting the missiles at the beach there was no like fighting there was, was no but nobody blew up a ship sta- either no, right no it was like a political standoff were though. they ever even meeting in the bay to like square off yeah it would look something like that okay that's pretty sick like, then. there I was didn't... like there was like real lines that were like drawn don't go that, over this yeah. line yeah. you will blow up your I mean, ship it was like going to start the next world war people thought that the world was on the verge of war so i really liked oh, that, okay. that, that part but um here's some some thoughts i had about this one I liked the young X-Men take and I wish that they would have like landed this better. Um, mm-hmm. But Sony is pretty pitiful with what they do. Okay. Um, this was Fox, I, but... Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, Fox. Yeah, but, you know, that's right. Whatever. It was pretty bad. With yeah. That they kind of blew all of this and it didn't really go anywhere. It just kind of like, they're kind of like, yeah, we'll make a couple and it will just end. Yeah. Um, they were they did this at a time where universes were definitely a thing, and so the fact that they were in a like not able to make it into something that lasted a long time well, was pretty disappointing. I mean, they make four of these things, don't they? Yeah, but like in Marvel, they made like thirty. Yeah, you know, right. They could have made thirty X Men movies, and, and if they the did last it right. two are so are bad, bad. Are bad, right? So like, yes, it 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 is a shame. So because it had great bones, I think one person killed him, J Law. Yeah, they, they I, forced it. I was it. shocked at how bad she was in this movie. They forced it so much. And like the thing is, is like the character um, didn't need as much screen time as they gave it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It was like they just, there was too much to be done. Yeah. It was too much to be done in a character that didn't have that much of a story to tell. Right. And I think that was the problem is like they thought that they could make it. She would have been better off being any other character. 
can we have a mysterious like make them mysterious and cool like hop, mm-hmm. they pop in and out i don't know but i just thought yeah. they they overdid it with with her she was she was so big at the time and it's that they like, tried to hitch their entire wagon to her and like for some reason like these these movies these movie studios they see mystique as a character and they're like that's it that's all we want to tell that well, story they're like we get to do Anything. a naked yeah. woman on screen but Except she's, but blue, but so it's blue. good, and we can make it PG thirteen. And then they just made it. They just spent the whole movie talking about that she was ugly, and then like Magneto was just trying to hit it the whole time. I know it was a little weird. It was weird. It was weird, and like the ages of the characters seemed odd as well. Like I didn't really get how you know they grew. Like her and Professor X meet early on in the movie as young kids. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and then they grow up together. But uh-huh. one of them has like a strong British accent, and the other one is just. J-Law's just like can't do that so she's just American yeah I don't know so I don't know it just, I think it, it was it America to, to me my problem with this movie was almost like it wasn't that I didn't like J-Law like she could have been fine in this movie if they wouldn't have just like overdid it mm-hmm. so badly but it was almost like they were like we want to make an X-Men movie and they were like what's it about and they're like not sure but we need J-Law in it yeah that's how it felt to me a little bit like they before they even had a plan she was the plan yeah yeah, she was so red hot at that moment she was yeah she was a big deal this is coming right off like Hunger Games yeah like early Hunger Games stuff she was she looked like she was about to take over yeah and so to me I think that that was a big mistake from them and then um I I loved I mean, I know they did it in the first X Men movie, but I thought this Holocaust stuff was better. Was was really so good. good. Like it was, I was pretty surprised at how hard they went right off the bat. And uh-huh. I think it worked. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like the young Eric move the it. coin that pays off. Move the coin. So the payoff was was well. unbelievable. This movie to me is two scenes long. Mm-hmm. It's Argentina. Mm-hmm. And it's the final scene where he puts the coin. Well, not the final scene, but he puts the coin through the guy's head. I mean, I, I it's like Magneto. Magneto is this movie. Is this movie? And and to me, I don't know. Like the problem is, is that I am Team Magneto at all times. Like I am. You go a little. Yeah, you go. When a little, I watch you, when I watch the X Men movies, I'm always like, like, like you identify. You like I get it. Yeah, you should be pissed. Do like, something like, about like it. Magneto is like trying to reason with his fucking boy, mm-hmm. Professor X. Right. Trying to reason with him. He's like, they are shooting missiles at us right now. And Professor X is like, let me check. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to fucking kill all of them. They're trying to kill us right now. And he's like, you can't. And then they fight yeah. over him defending the mutants who they're trying to eradicate. I get it. I get it but I'm like, sorry. I just, like they were so powerful, then they should just stop the missiles, and then that may have like really done a lot for mutant-human relationship. It right? never like, does. That's, that's the whole point of this series. I know, I know, but I get Professor X's viewpoint, dude. I, I actually I'm, do. I, the it's whole funny time, that he was like such an idealist in this movie, but an asshole as, an, as a person. To women. Yeah. Pretty bad to all the women. Pretty bad to freaking... Uh, he just goes and like, how about like when they're at the strip club, like yeah. recruiting? I mean, like there's like some that stuff. Scene. That was a fun scene though. Yeah. I, oh, Is it okay. like a young Zoe I, uh, Kravitz? I, I really liked the the relationship between Professor X and Magneto. I mean, that's that's the crux. It really is. Like that that's super good too. It's Magneto and Pro X for, for most of it to, to really work. Everything that was good. Uh, do you want to hear my movie? quick yeah. um, like character rankings yeah, yeah, of what worked? Magneto. Is unbelievable. 
And then I thought Hank worked well. Hank was good. I liked Hank. He was Hank kind of, of a fuck beast. though too. Like I know he's kind he of a trying, dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but I, I liked him. I liked. I think it worked. I liked Azazel. How about like he had no very little to do, but that's how you do Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, but he's red. He and was so fucking cool. everybody up. He looked like the devil. He was cutting everyone's heads off and shit. It was I know. unbelievable. He looked sick. So then you got I, I put Professor X after that. Like Professor X mostly. And then I put um, Shaw. He, I think he mostly worked. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh yeah. Bad guy. I think he mostly worked. Yeah, he was. But cool. we're already getting to like where it doesn't work. And then I put Emma Frost. Who's like should be a cool character, but what January Jones can't act. She's really bad at acting. And then Mystique is can't act. And like I put her put her, put her last, but my problem was also though that they were like Here's the X Men. You don't you don't get Storm? Not yet. You don't get Gambit. You don't get Wolverine, Wolverine, you don't get Cyclops. You don't get Cyclops. You don't, yeah. you don't get like the whole X Men. First class. I mean, I, but there is no X Men. Then none of them even exist at this point. Right. And that was a little frustrating. I was kind of like, well, let's start and, like, the story. The people that did like the guy that that whistled to fly yeah. like that stuff. That too didn't much work. On that, that didn't work for me. Now I I I will say this: the worst part of the movie, the worst oh. part of the movie. This is the one part of the movie where I started to doubt. They're at the place, you know, with um Uncle the- and and Carmi's uncle yeah or cousin and Carmi's uncle you know yeah they're at his place or whatever oh yeah, yeah. and then they're Oliver like all, Platt, yeah, yeah they're all partying right and then she's like alright so we decided that your name is Banshee and your name is I'm Mystique <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna be Professor X and you're gonna be Magneto and I was like uh, they did well that's the stuff that like how did the new like the Star Wars movies yeah like Solo we talked about Solo earlier yeah. how did they not learn from that and do scenes like where their Han Solo's up there, like that's a mouthful. I think I'm gonna call you Chewy. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that stuff's bad. I think that stuff's like, bad. I don't need just to let it I, happen. I don't need to even hear about it. I don't need to hear your discussion yeah. about it. You're just you're already just our Magneto now, right? I didn't need to hear her be like, "We're drunk and you're now gonna be called Magneto." And he was like, "Huh." fat chance yeah <laughs> you know it was bad fat chance you fat bitch yeah that that <laughs> like, was not working that was for me sketchy at all um so yeah no i know um, i didn't like that now now i thought everything else though with magneto was just on fire here i thought fast bender the argentina scene so good the argentina that's scene, all you need the argentina scene i mean you got to watch all these steps of this you know, Jew through the Holocaust, yep. who suffered Saw more his than family die. Watched his mom be murdered in front of him, which he probably took as his own fault. Sure. Um, oh he, god. Yeah. He killed guys by crushing their skulls. He ripped in the, the helmets, fence down, which was sick. And then he gets, you know, he's a child, but he's like, he's he's so um, wounded as a human being that like Kevin Bacon's character, what was his name? Shaw. Shaw. Something. He's able to kind of like manipulate him even though he just murdered his mother right i thought all of that worked the scene in argentina where they're like the pig farmer and the tailor or whatever yeah but it, it was you know people <sighs> like like pig escaped, farmers escaped tailors yeah. that that <sighs> killed my family or whatever he flips and over then they the start tattoo to go, and then he shows the tattoo <sighs> and then he like pulls out the nazi knife and then he's like sticking it in people and putting it back in the hand. I mean, throwing it, catching it. As soon it, as I saw that, I was. I, and it's such a. It's it's a he Tarantino shoots, scene. He shoots the other guy with the guy. He makes the other guy shoot his his friend with the this gun. This was this scene was filmed before the the basement scene of Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards. Yeah, and isn't it similar? It is, isn't I, it? I and I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure that 
fucking some other dude, I don't even know who directed this thing, came up. Um, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn, yeah. Matthew Vaughn came up with this shit, and Tarantino stole it because I it the tension builds. Loved this scene. And it's electric when it explodes. I think explodes. it was the best scene of the whole thing. Oh, it's the best scene in the movie. It's the best scene that's ever been in a an X-Men, X-Men movie. movie. No, yeah, I, I oh, agree. It's perfect. I, I loved it. And like, I, I, my only worry about the MCU is just, what are they going to do with the Holocaust part of it? Because I need that. I think that's critical to the story. And I, I don't know, want them they, to... They won't do it. I mean, it's... I think that's a to, mistake. Yeah. I think it has to be that that they were in this other universe in a different time. And yeah. they've moved through time to be into this universe. I think, I it's think the only that way. they should, yeah. Because it, it's too critical to the story. And I, I love it. Um, I thought that the other thing that I really enjoyed about this movie was the connection between Professor X and Magneto where he is talking to him about how he needs to find this middle place between anger and yeah, it was like serenity, serenity and, and anger or something yeah. like that. And I was like, I liked, I liked all of that where He's they were kind of connecting and he was like learning about himself and they were learning about each other. I really liked it. I thought that was that great. Was good. And then, um, I, I liked the end too. Mm-hmm. The movie it, it got off the rails a little bit. With it all the, ended a couple times, but like the actual Bay of Pigs ending was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, the scene where he know. throws the coin through the dude's head was with slow motion, and then he brings him out to the dead body out and just drops him on the ground. And drops him on the ground Whoa. and is like, "Follow me, everyone." He's got the guy's helmet on now. He's flying now, uh, and I was like, "I'd follow that guy." Yeah. Hell yeah! In one second, I'm going with him. Oh really? Hell yeah! Magneto is the coolest character. Yeah. He's the deepest character. He's a he's a vengeful hero mm-hmm. who is right. And yeah. that's what's crazy. He's right. He should be pissed. He should be angry. He should be fighting back. And Professor X is this virtuous guy who is just like, we can't fight back even if we want to. Right. Because it's wrong. Right. And like their struggle between the two, where they never really will fight each other too much, is why X-Men is the best superhero th- like thing oh, there is. God, it's good. I hope we get some justice here. Some like... I don't know. Maybe just make it its own universe. What if I they think... didn't put it into the MCU? How would you like that better at this point? Yes. I think I fucking would. I would Keep like them out more. I'm kind of bummed and about... started in the '90s. Start it whenever you want, where the characters are old enough to have lived through the Holocaust, and do it with today's graphics and good writers. Because if they were in the '90s, Magneto would be about 60 years old, and Professor X would be about 60. Mm-hmm. But that means you could do 20 years of movies. You could have Josh Brolin be one of them, and it would be fine. Yeah. Like he, there's yeah. a lot of great actors of that age. Yeah, you could have, but they don't have to be 60. They could be 50. Right. You know, and you could age them up, and then they could do it until they were 75 years old. True. Like you could easily do that, and it would be awesome. So, um, would you give it? Um, I thought this movie, I liked it less than I thought. Yeah, I, I know, did, me too. Is my thought. On this. I thought I was going to give it in the 90s for sure. I think that I this didn't. movie was like an 87. I gave it 85. We were pretty close. Pretty we were, close. We were very similar. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And there's like some parts just made it so memorable that stand out. And there's a reason it's people were so excited about the X-Men franchise at that time. I'm really weirded out that Fassbender fell off the way he did. He's so good. He, like at this point in in like 10 years ago, every single thing he was making was a hit and like that really stopped and went away and it's just surprising to me. It is. It's we'll really, see. I, I hope he makes a comeback. I hope so too. John Travolta asked. Dude, we need we he need Fassbender. To, he needs to star in another Tarantino. And movie. we need we need Fassbender in on HBO. Is yes, what we're dying a series. for. A series. series where he's the lead. A lead <laughs> a lead Fastbender series is everything. That's that's the McConaissance. That's what he needs. He needs that's a McConaissance. Exactly. McConaughey went from like a big up and coming star to kind of a joke. And then he was on uh, True Detective and it was like 
anything he wanted to be in for the next 15 years, it was there for him suddenly. I love it, and good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, guys. That's all the time we have. We'll be back in about a week and a half after we uh, you know, head down to the equator. We'll have some fun. Um, but until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nord East Podcast. Thank you.